And that ends Arc 5, Chapter 19. What do you guys think about this chapter? Well... I, so wow. before before we get too into it there is like a bunch of noise behind me so i'm just gonna say this and mute again this is his first death after an entire year so this yeah ptsd baru is probably going to resurface himself i, ho- I hoped i captured that in his voice there when he great job the by the way thing. gold Great job, Gold, dude. You were amazing. That Regorant, holy shit. Really, really, really good. The only reason why I paused for one second is because I had to scroll down, by the way. It no, you're no, fine, you're fine. I'm gonna... like five pauses for how well you said that yeah. speech. Can we get a oh big hand for all the VAs, guys? I have to mute up again for a bit, but you guys can pretty much do your little discussion. I'll still be here. But great job, can everyone. The, dude, okay, James wait, wait, hold on. The OSTs. The OSTs were so good. Oh my god, dude. Yes. You were amazing. Not only in the sound department, but also as Lasbill. Thank you. God, I, I, god, I was shivering throughout voicing Subaru while doing that. You got me so into character with that. Thank you. In the comments, people ask, how did Hollow get somebody? Is there somebody tied up? <laughs> oh my gosh. Can uh, someone be honest with me and tell me, was my mic like uh, not picking Mumbling up voice? A little bit, yeah. It was yeah. muffling every now and again, but it wasn't too much that you couldn't understand. And it wasn't on the really important parts either. I you got, got through so... most of it, and then it finally started. Thank you for the now. 10 pounds, Pagu. Appreciate I got so it. entranced by the story that I think I cracked on my Amelia at the end. I was like so into it. <laughs> I almost didn't crack up. No, 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 your Amelia was fine. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, oh god. I, I just want to bring this up too. Um, the fact right now, the fact of the matter is that this is basically another obstacle blocking Subaru's path. And I want to know from all of you who haven't read through this yet, what do you think happened? Why the crowd was all entranced with Luzbol? Why they were like, yeah, throw him, yeet that kid off a building. Fuck yeah, dude. We love you. All that bullshit. And had like, basically, oh, yeah. Basically, what do you think happened? Because it went from distraught to concern to applause, praise, and love, and then everyone basically got killed the same way that Luzbol did. Oh, and no, you just blew my mind right now. It's Wait, a light novel. Yeah, yeah. A light novel illustration. Look at the light novel. Look at the light novel illustration. Wait, 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 wait. When it when it says that his like everything went red and the entire area was painted like in a spectacle of blood, literally everyone, everyone around say, them in the same like basically met the same. Uh, I don't think you put up the right light night light novel illustration. I, I still did. Oh, one. I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's up there. It's up there. Just look. I just looked right now. Isn't this the right one? Someone said Mangekyo. Yes, that is the right one. Oh. That is definitely the right one. Yeah. Right, so right. when it says cracking like an eggshell, it means that everyone in that yep. crowd like popped exploded. like a fucking yep. egg. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the right. Question? Everything went red. What's your question? Which is why? Oh, go. Sorry. How did uh, uh <laughs> how did um Liliana, Amelia, and Beatrice come talk to him then? He reset. He, he died. Yeah. He's resetted. He reset. Oh! It, it was so quick. He instant, his head basically exploded, and he reset. That's why he kept saying, "I feel sick," because that's the first time in, from what we understand, a year plus that he's experienced he's RBD. Right. He right. he is not only going through huge amounts of trauma at the moment. He's also reflecting on how he's been acting weirdly in so, that chapter. Yeah. I have a I have a few notes on it. If, I just want to say don't. one more thing before you go, okay, Lightning. Yeah, so oh, I just God. I just want to say this is also important 
because this whole time Subaru hasn't been sitting around. He's been trying to physically get stronger. He's been trying to mature himself, and this kind of puts him back in that position. Like I'm still, I'm still helpless. Like, you know, it's putting him back in that position to where he's understanding that he can't basically solve all his problems alone again. Also, I think um, Jace's cho choice of music really helped here. But yes. do, oh, can, can we just say this chapter has a huge thing of like Lovecraftian or it's yes. eerie. It feels wrong. Can I really I hope say... I got that across with Subaru where, where how what he's saying makes no sense. What everyone is saying way, in response to The way Gold was narrating no it too, it's so perfect. The way that it's just being portrayed. The scene is like a very strange horror. I wrote it down like he's... When you start this off, at first we're like, oh no, it's a witch cult, we gotta stop them. But as it slowly goes on, it's like if you were trapped in a horror movie, but you were stuck talking to whatever was chasing you down, say monster or whatever else, mm. and it wasn't immediately violent to you. It just answered your question without answering. She kept going in that loop over and yeah, over this, again. Also keep in mind, honest, go ahead, um, go. Konda. This might honestly be like the most thing we've ever seen in ReZero because mm -hmm. if you think about it, like, you know, watching Subaru get eaten by rabbits and shit, I mean, he's not a child. We've never, like, we've seen the aftermath of children being dead in ReZero, but we haven't watched a child die. So, we just watched, like, a ten-year-old fall off a cliff and just shatter. Did you into, see that chat while we were reading that? Uploading. My chat was playing along with it, and they were all like, let's vote. I'm like, oh god. What's happening? <laughs> That's actually terrifying. I, I will um, also, um, I can also mention here as well is that so it's really disturbing how you can notice if you pay attention to um, where, what point during the chapter where Subaru speaks and he completely switches mood and tone. Yeah. Last thing like, when he says what, as, as he's about to say what a joke, yeah. something stops him from saying that. He completely changes atmosphere and tone mm -hmm. as a person. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was going to say one disturbing part. So, like, I feel like what Tepe does here is while you're reading this, every time you're reading their cheers, it's almost like you're cheering with them because you're having to read the words out loud. Yeah. And as um, series slowly starts, it almost seems like mind reading to some degree. Like, at first, it was like subtle, like maybe like some awareness of intent or maybe some awareness of threat. But then it slowly just becomes no, almost everything. And then it feels like your mind's being read. And then again, Jace with the music, adding that in as well, the situation's not an immediate threat. Right. So having the music play very calmly, having the, it's it's a positive message that we should love other people, yeah. But the interpretation feels all wrong. And it slowly, it, it, everything puts you at nerve. I had to move around for a second. People, it was were, bothering people were freaking yeah, out. Yeah. They were the, like- The writing of this chapter and the way Siri speaks draws you in. It draws you into the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And this is also something uh, to note that this is a very similar thing between all archbishops. They they are say like so, at some level you can understand what they're saying, but that it's so twisted and yeah. the opposite of, of right that it's it's otherworldly. It's eerie. What? It it feels so insane. You can't make sense of it. Hey guys, you can't begin to understand it. This might be my last stream. The ReZero season two break time just got a copyright strike. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yo, hold on. I thought we were in the clear. I thought that shit only happens right when you cross, upload it. Cross warp just legit struck my. Is that the third strike on my? Oh, kill me. Just keep. Hold on. 
get go. All right, guys. Uh, we thank you for enjoying our uh, Arc Five live readings. They are over now. Sorry, no, guys. No, don't say that. Don't is that say we that. Get, we have to like start over? If like I'm fighting this claim. Don't worry. No, 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 no. No, no. we gonna, fight back. We don't give up. In honor, in honor of Los Belkin. In honor of Los Belkin. In honor of love. The VAs were too good. They were threatened by Conda and um Supers <laughs> voice acting. <laughs> I felt intimidated. If only my mic was okay. Can I? Holy shit! Okay, I have one strike now because the other two apparently expired. Oh, I yeah. I just had a heart attack. I just had a heart attack. Holy shit! <laughs> just added way more horror to the situation than uh, I yeah. Alright, let's continue the discussion. As soon as he found out about the strike. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, oh no. I was yeah, gonna say, today seems better. to be al almost writing um, an allegory for the viewers. Uh, basically, that whole description of the child's life and how he's going, you know, doing all that kind of stuff, right? They basically just describe, describe the hero's journey. And the crowd watching the hero's journey is almost like the viewer. Whenever you start a new series, show, or whatever else, you know that it might end in a tragedy. Like we're watching Re Zero right now. Um, but you keep watching anyways, and you keep cheering anyways. You keep going, oh, wow, he's getting to the very end. Sometimes people die at the end of stories, and you still read, read it and watch it. You're still technically continuing yourself by staying around. And it almost felt like a very weird... Um, it's like he's almost pointing back at the viewer like, yeah, uh, this is you. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, he was actually more or less, I think, pointing out sort of like people's, you know, perception of like how people should act in general. If, like, for example, um, like you hear the way that the crowd kind of like reprimanded him sort of lightly, like, yeah, be a man. Yeah, just do this. Don't don't Stop worry crying. about that. Yeah, you're like, this is great. Wow, you're you're amazing. Losable. It's like it's all very kind of shallow in like a lot of ways. And it also kind of feels like you're not really seeing like the, the depths of like the scenario, but I think is what, you know, was kind of being pointed out there, if anything, by um, Tepe. He was kind of like saying that like, that's the most surface level, like viewpoint you can have on like a story or like a person's yeah. life. Like you can see all the good parts of their life or see all the good parts of the story and be like, yeah, this, the main character just has to get over you know this, and then they're awesome. Just get over but and dying. They're not, they're bad. This, is, this is a very common theme in ReZero as well. The the idea that Super as a protagonist, right? He, even though he overcomes good things, and a lot a lot of the things people see of him is just entirely good. Super doesn't always make the right decision. Super doesn't always do the best. He's he's a person. He's flawed. <laughs> he's not some great hero that's going to do everything right. And. To simplify it to this level in this scene, and to it's it's honestly terrifying because you this is not something that is like pre warned. You don't get foreshadowing for this. This just drops and it hits you. I gotta say, you in. I've never seen oh, that illustration for that scene before. It's and terrifying. Subaru's face, yeah, Subaru's face is fucking like terrifying. He looks like a child, like so yeah. giddy, and it's dear god. It's pretty creepy. I'm at like 240p on this thing, and it's freaking uh, me out. Uh, yeah, he look. It's it's almost as if he's making the same facial expression as Sirius in this moment. It's it's terrifying. We also mm. have some volume sixteen illustrations, like character designs and stuff like that, that we can pull up at the. Uh, I, we could if you want. I just noticed that. Okay. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, what's up? Mm. Something I noticed. Uh, so like when I was like reading the chapter, like 
uh, it, it like struck me the way uh, Subaru was like in the narration was referring to Sirius as an it, and then you can just see um, slowly the way he starts to refer to her as she. And I think um, Subaru has a pattern of like dehumanizing um, uh, witch cults. They're just they're not human to him. He yeah. had mm-hmm. that's why he had no problem just killing Beetlejuice. Because yeah, he this, no longer this really is the thing, right? As... He, he has he has earth morality. He doesn't believe that killing people is a good thing. So to stop himself from conflicting with the guilt of killing someone, he thinks that the witch cult is not people. And that's how he deals. Yeah, with it. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting how it uh, how it went like that subtle shift between it and she. Yeah. So there was a there was it, and then there was him, and then it was she. Oh wow! Wait, they called her him. Yep. Yeah, I, I was almost. Um, so the the impression like... you're supposed to get from um, Sirius's voice is that it's androgynous. It's it's ambiguous as to whether or not it's male or female. It's more mechanical yeah. and and guttural than it is like identifiable or feminine. If that makes sense. Well, I'm wondering because you use the word mechanical, and we are talking about a subject of love. Typically, when we talk about like me- mechanical characters or characters without like feelings um love is typically something that they try to focus on and so i wonder if that's more so to do with backstory or not it's it's well so, this is a common theme throughout all the archbishops what they say yeah, is yeah. very very shallow we have the how they feel about it is very very shallow we have volume 16 up right now the cover which has both pedal goose and sirius on it so yeah interesting oh. Oh, one other thing I was going to say is when bringing up Wrath, Wrath was brought up in a negative tense. I hate Very it. Negative tense. Yeah, she was it. saying that she didn't she like Wrath. Yeah, she's yeah. like, Wrath should not be used. Mm-hmm. It's not good. But she is the Archbishop of it. Yep. And said it, by the way. That too. It wasn't like, oh, you are the Archbishop? It was like she said it can probably. We, can we also see a common thing with Geese here? What does he hate the most? Sloth. Sloth. What is the Archbishop of? Sloth. 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 And then there's also, like, um, regular saying, Regu. Oh. Re- Regulus believing that everyone else should not be greedy and everyone's Probably. being materialistic around him. Mm-hmm. He hates greed. Also, him acting like he's already satisfied. Like, yeah, well, he, like he's, he's content. Greedy. Everyone in Re Zero hates themselves. That's very <laughs> true. <laughs> Pretty much, true. Yeah. True. It's really good. I have self confidence. This is something Ew. me and Gold got into a conversation about a long, long time ago, where we talked about how the archbishops. The way they think is so twisted that they can't self-reflect on how hypocritical and self-hating that they, they are, that they just don't think of it. They, they can't improve as people because they refuse to accept it. Honestly, from the like core cast, I think Rom is the only character that doesn't harbor self-hate for herself. Yeah. Although <laughs> Sinarch bishops kind of like sort of shield themselves from thinking too deeply about their actions, so they kind of always deflect. Like... Maybe Sirius is very wrathful, and we just don't know. But she's always on the pretense of like, nope, I hate wrath. Wrath is awful. Everything's bad, and she's not acknowledging her feelings. You know, that's what mm-hmm. I mean. A whole group of people were just killed, so that was pretty exactly. wrathful, right? She threw somebody off the building, saying it was love. But you know, well, yeah, this is the scary thing. These people really, really do believe that they're not doing anything wrong. That like they're they're not sinners. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, something that's always was... said is it's a delusion, right? Like that's what sin archbishops are. They're, they're, they're mad. They're delusions. Yes. <laughs> they don't see the world for how it actually is. They see the world through how they want it to be. 
a lot of our protagonists are forced to deal with the reality of the world as well. That was like all of season four, basically, where we're going through that is everybody having to deal with the well, reality. Of this, the this is why they, they're, per, they're perfect villains because yeah. Subaru is someone who has to comprehend the reality and grow around it. And, like, and all the not, main characters do too. They have to face yeah. their situation. They have to look at the reality of the situation. They have to. Whereas the archbishops, they do. They can't. They 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 can't. Like they, they just don't. And that's what makes them so terrifying as villains because they're they're so wrong, but they can never ever see that. They're not redeemable. Like this is this is a little off topic, but I know that notice they were focusing on gazes, like when Super was also um about to when he was about to stage his attack, you know, first of all, it was kind of like the intent was seen there, but then afterwards he looks at the other people who might have had a chance to do something but at the same time uh very i forgot about that as i said that out loud uh one of the ladies was wearing a blindfold so i take that back yeah. it was not a sharing well, the, the idea <laughs> the idea is more or less i think you know it's, it's in connection yeah. between people I, I think it's also yeah. that you can notice as you read that that super is easing more and more into the atmosphere that sirius is creating like because the he's whole nicer than priscilla line yes <laughs> yeah he's slowly he's slowly going from very antagonistic towards Sirius because he sees her as like his ultimate enemy he, he hates the witch cult of always being and he just slowly begins to slip more and more and the more he tries to speak and say stuff he becomes more and more cordial and he can't help it and he gets completely swept up in it it's terrifying on <laughs> their rhythm really yeah Covered can i ask why well. Why it's been changed to the burger fund? When did this happen? <laughs> Mimi wants yeah, cheeseburgers. It's, it's okay. Mimi, Mimi wants, wants cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers. <laughs> I couldn't think Fair of enough. something noble to ask for because it's, it's already been met for the goal, so it's just whatever. I don't really just mind. get Mimi some, some McDonald's. I also apparently have to contact Crosswarp and request for the strike to be taken down and complete uh, copyright school again for the third <sighs> time. So, <laughs> copyright school takes like an hour and a half to do. Oh, Randy with the donation. Oh, Randy donated. Oh, I yes, wish Randy. I wish yeah. regular school was like that. A razor. No, it's um, you can't skip through it. I tried to it the first time I did it, and it literally reset me. Like, I, oh, <laughs> it's yeah, like I it's like lockdown browser. It sucks, but when I are you keep gonna switch content. to Twitch? <laughs> When my computer won't blow up, if I oh, use that's can't fair. Say, that's fair. That's fair. That's we can't Mac, say simp on Twitch. Send words around the world. That's just oh. fine. I don't really mind that's though. That's true. But this is a major reason why I'm not doing ReZero videos anymore and just doing lives. If I get struck for this cover, I, I'm moving to Patreon. <laughs> I was gonna say we start that Sao channel. Yeah, man. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, copyright school. Yeah, copyright school. It's a whole. It's a whole. I should stream doing copyright school. That Bro. sounds like entertainment, it's a man. Power move. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> you'll, get, you'll, get copy, you'll get copyrighted for sure. <laughs> no, no. Better yet, speed run copyright school to make it a thing. Is there anything speed else from any that we wanted to go over? Or um, one, I was one just gonna there. say, um, God. No, oh, you go first, because mine isn't. Uh, well, no, I like I mildly forgot as I was saying <laughs> as, we, as we interrupted each other. I mildly forgot. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sure. So basically, what I was saying is that you know this this is where it starts. You can feel the motion and the tempo in the the chapter starting to pick up. Like it's more sort of like energetic. You know, everything's been sort of calm and chill, but now everything is sort of like burst open. You know, from this sort of chapter onwards, it feels like at least I, to me. Also, coming back to the whole like storytelling, like meta perspective of this chapter 
it's so beautifully written at the end how it talks about how it's almost like a theater play as the curtains rise right yeah, it's like all, the, title, the title is theater of malice so exactly. yeah exactly it's I like can ima- i can imagine theater d playing in in the anime it's like to pay like acknowledging to like the audience that like oh, if God. you were bored before this is what you guys are waiting for right all the suffering this is what you wanted here here it is and that's quite yeah. a better thing to talk about because if because he's he's made Subaru such a human character that if you if you really ponder on that, you realize that you're watching someone suffer for your own entertainment. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you're watching the child be thrown off of the building. Basically, this is probably yeah, the audience. Be, yeah. this is probably going to be a huge wake up call to people to people in the anime when they you know get to that <laughs> part of it because like in season two, literally the entire second half, there's like no suffering really. I mean, there is, but it's not like you know to the same. Uh, delirious level as like early arc three, early arc four stuff. So yeah, like, oh shit, Rezero's back. Yeah, th- this is what I will say as well is that it, the sad thing is is what Roswell says at the end of arc four is true. You Subaru choosing the path that he chose is the one that's going to hurt him the most. Definitely, he, yeah, he's going. He is going because of his greed, because of what he wants to do and how he wants to approach it. It he is going to hurt so much for it and that is the tragedy of it for him for him to get the best path and the best ending he needs to it's way harder to hold on to multiple things than just one thing yeah it is for some reason in the anime they made roswell's like thing to subaru kind of just like a coy little nudge thing rather than a huge threat which is yeah it's a huge threat in the novel as an anime only, I still kind of felt the threat from it, but I, I can probably see what you guys are going with it. It's probably like a like a yeah, oh, I, I oh will no. say one thing that differs is that although I don't know how it's like in the light novel, because obviously the light novel is the source material for the anime and not um the web novel, but in the web novel it came across to me as like Roswell is essentially saying here that if if you don't could like commit to this, I'm going to take everything from you and force you to do it. Roswell hasn't really changed, like, in attitude. He's just been forced to change his method. Yeah. He's being forced to come along. <laughs> exactly. It's like the little kid with the backpack on with the, with the is it the, the leash that they walk your kids around with or whatever with the backpack. And it, um, it's, it's, it's the tragedy of Subaru's character that for him to, to, to do, like, for everyone to be the happiest and to have the best ending, he, he needs to be the one who gets hurt the most. Like even with the lessons of being taught to rely on his friends, he he still needs to suffer and do things by himself. Sometimes there's a constant loneliness that Subaru will never be able to shake off. It's the Subaru can't, you know, always completely rely on others, but he can't just rely on himself either. That's what makes it so painful for him. He can't just go with one option. He has to, you know, balance his decisions. Yep, there's uh, accepted that for the most things. part. There's two things I was kind of uh, well, one wondering. I can't wait to see how the candidates um, individually are going to handle this. We already see what happened with Krush specifically with the last time uh, the witch cult was involved, uh, and it could either go positively or negatively. We don't know, right? Um, with a character like this who's talking about feeling compassion for others and stuff like that, and we just were done. We were just done talking with Priscilla. Not that Priscilla does not care for people, but in her own mind, as we already said before, is somebody who is. They see themselves as they own the entire world in a sense. I wonder if that would have any sort of um, most contrary feelings. If we get any sort of conflict there, 
Um, there was a second part I was going to mention. Oh, also, I love the introduction fact for that we got with when Liliana showed up. Uh, everything was about being entranced by the music. Like that was the first thing we got was being entranced. Everybody was almost like overwhelmed and they couldn't handle it. Just they just had to clap and go with the music. And now.